no, now we're extra small. You know what? We said we would do this when <laughs> Quantumania came out. I guess we kind of forgot. So let's just start the podcast like this. Let's start it small. If 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 you guys aren't little. watching the video version, you're missing out. We're we're little. We're little. How little? <laughs> Postage it's stamp? Like, it's like half the size. So instead of oh, like okay. full camera width, it's just like squished up. When when we like in in the in the moments that I bring a browser up on screen and we have our cameras off to one side, it's that aspect right oh, here, okay. but just a, a tad bit bigger and in the middle of the screen. So we're just squished right now, <laughs> all squished. <laughs> squished in the middle, smack dab in the middle. Exactly, uh, Melissa. How's your week been? It's good. I have a big new book. Ooh. Look at this sucker. This is the size of a tombstone. <gasps> this is the Lost Encyclopedia. Oh, man. That looks so cool. <laughs> I just went to a local used bookstore just to get, like, decor books. Like, sure. I got a new TV that's got these, like, two little legs on either side, and they're a little wobbly. So I'm like, let me get a bunch of books to sort of, like, Stand it on. Set in the middle. Yeah, kind of give it a little bit extra support there. From this massive thing for like 15 bucks or something? A true bargain. It's the copyright date is 2010, so this should have everything in it. All of Lost. There we go. I I had to put us back to the original aspect ratio so we could see the the book proper. Because, yeah, that's big old. Too big. Big, big guy there. Um, yeah, the Lost Encyclopedia. All right. What does it have to say about Alfar Hanzo? Um, I don't know. I just looked things. open to a random page. We do have a picture of Sun's dog. OK, OK. Very important. Content. <laughs> so it goes like that detailed. OK, H for Hanzo. Let me find it. I am in J. OK, H for Hurley. Hot pockets. Oh, my God. (laughs) A whole spread. A whole spread on Dharma products. This is beautiful. Detergent. I want this as a poster for my home. (laughs) Okay. Whole page on horse good speed. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Important character for sure. Like a whole, like, half a page on Locke's girlfriend, Helen. Oh, my God. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Not a page for Alvar Hanso specifically. Page for the Hanzo, Hanzo Foundation. Foundation. Okay. Yes. Interesting. So it's 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 pretty thorough. That I was like, what's, what's one of the more obscure things that I could ask about? I love just these photo spread pages. Look, this oh, one's all just the weapons. All the guns, knives, they used. guns, spears. Uh, I don't the, even like, know what some of these bolo are. thing. The the twirly things right. that you throw what at someone's that? leg. I think it's called a bolo i think i don't know the looking glass more weapons interesting that's cool what a good find i am so happy i own this like i think i knew this existed and never got it for some reason when it first came out but whole page for vincent whole page for vincent the goodest good dog boy yeah what a good dog that goes Perfectly, though, with your uh, like Venture Bros art book, 
right? You just yes. got these like, here's these big giant books just full of stuff that I love. Right. I, <laughs> they are like brothers. <laughs> <laughs> Good I stuff. want one of these for everything. They had a ton of James Bond books. Mm. And but none of them were recent enough because, you know, the last movie just came out like a year and a half ago. Oh, it's like when they but, do a box set and it's like, here's yeah. the all eight Fast and the Furious movies. And it's like, my dude, they're already eight. on 10. Right. <laughs> 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 but some of them are like charmingly old. Like you've got they're more of those like DK books. This is a DK mm -hmm. book. The finest publishers in like informational oh, yeah. pictographics. Oh, yeah. They had some that were like circa die another day. And I love the idea <laughs> of getting a 90s one where it's like, OK, well, this takes me up to Brosnan, at least. One of them was like fabric covered, like the cover of it was silk or something. Truly the height of class for James Bond. I might go back and get that one. I I have a DK book here. It's not as thick as the Lost Encyclopedia you have, but it is the uh, the ultimate guide to Spider-Man. Um, and this nice. is also very dated. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> It has a foreword by Stan Lee. All sorts of, of encyclopedic info. Here's a bunch of his co his costumes and stuff like that. We got. <laughs> Uh, his black suit we got when he was man spider and he had six arms. Wow. Uh, there's Ben Riley, the clone. Um, okay. Yeah, we got all sorts of stuff here. How far does this go 60s. in time? Is 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 Miles in here? Is this pre Miles? No. This, I got this in like elementary school, I think. Let me see when wow. this was published. Um, I did realize Kindersley this week. Book. DK. I realize this week I've been carrying around one of these DK books about Star Wars that says Star Wars, absolutely everything you have to know to get ready for the new movie coming out. The Force Awakens. <laughs> I'm like, I should oh. get a new one of these. I I, I used to have a, a Star Wars one very similar to th this, but it was all the like star wars ships and stuff like that mm. and they had cross sections of like the ATATs and the ATSTs and the cross section of the death star but it was back when like all there was was the original trilogy um but it was one of these guys all right let's see when was this published oh 2001 wow First american edition 2001 there you go yeah so this guy is real old, written by Tom DeFalco, who I think wrote a bunch of Spider-Man comics at some point, if I'm not mistaken. But cool. There you go. Both got our DK books. <laughs> mm -hmm. Time to learn. If you guys did not know, this here is the Whatnots Captain's Log. This is number 225. And each week here on the show, we thirst for the taste of legend. My name is Kyle Springer, and I am joined by Melissa Wilkinson. Yes. Melissa, would you drink a cheese smoothie? Okay. So there are, like, cheese boba teas you can get, but what they oh, mean by cheese is it's sort of like a cream cheese, like, foam on top. It, 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 is it it's smear? Not like, like, like a cream cheese icing kind of thing? Not an 
icing necessarily. I don't know if it's that sweet, but it is sort of like, huh. yeah, it's cream cheese, but it's like a thick foam you put on top, like how there's a thick foam on like a cappuccino or whatever. I've only seen it in videos. Haven't yet had it oh. myself. Who would have thought science? Huh. <laughs> you can make anything into a foam. Pretty much. I, I, I just asked you that random question because that came up uh, while my partner and I were making dinner. We had steaks uh, for dinner, oh. uh, but we were discussing some of the other things that we were going to make down the road. One of the things that I said I wanted to make was au gratin and just like good old cheesy yeah. potatoes. Right. And uh, we were like, we should probably make our like cheese sauce in the blender this time yeah. to make it a little bit smoother um not that we've had like chunky cheese sauces that we've made but just to get that like extra oomph right uh um, yeah but uh the then, extra oomph being less oomph in this case i would imagine sure, yeah. a chunk is oomph sure yeah um but uh th when we were talking about that the first thing my mind went to was that's a cheese smoothie. <laughs> I was like, I, Yum. I think I would drink a cheese smoothie. I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know if a smoothie needs to have some sort of produce in it to be considered a smoothie. That might be more of like a shake. Yeah, it'd be like a weird protein shake. But mm, only protein is cheese. <laughs> Good stuff. Melissa. March is kind of a busy month. I'm I'm finding out. Uh, <laughs> it's the was, maddest month if you're in a basketball. Sure is. I, I wasn't expecting March to be as busy as it is. I, I, I'm mm -hmm. looking back on March last year and it was busy for a different reason. I was slowly yeah. starting to pack up and I moved out here to Oklahoma at the end of March um, so it's almost been a year that I've been here in Oklahoma. Um, but I like work has been a little bit more busy than I was expecting. Uh, the last of us is just finishing up. The Mandalorian is just starting. The first one came out today. I haven't even watched it yet. Yellow Jackets is at the end of this, this month. Season two of Perry Mason on HBO is coming out on the 6th. That's a great show. You watched season one of Perry Mason? I sure did. Yeah, it was phenomenal. We haven't covered this. No, we, how, we have not. How is he? I, in, it's incredible. Uh, if if you want a good like time period or like period piece crime show, it's it's a it's more of a detective show, even though he's not really a detective or at, or at least this first case is him like getting to be in the position of him becoming the Perry Mason that people know. This is the first case that like got him the spotlight. He's a real per person. You, you know that, right? What? Yes. I, I thought he was like Based an old TV a, show, a like real, a Matlock. I, I, I think he's a real per person. I could be wrong and just led everyone astray here. Good thing we have Google um to do this oh no perry mason is a fictional character wah, wah, wah. <laughs> oh i've been lied to melissa my that life is the wildest lie. minute of my life <laughs> <laughs> oh you know, god 
you know, there's so many people who think Sherlock Holmes is a historical figure that he really <laughs> existed in like Victorian England. Like, not Sir Arthur Conan Doyle made him up. He is no. fictional. Sure, sure, Sherlock is totally fake, but Lupin, Arsene Lupin, that guy's <laughs> 100% real. Matlock is real. Murder, she wrote. Real woman wrote real murders. Gil Grissom is a real person. Okay? <laughs> God, uh, what is what is the wildest show you could convince somebody is based on a true story or not even oh the man. wildest, but like what is what's one that you could feasibly convince somebody is based on a true story? Like you had me convinced for like Perry 30 Mason. seconds that I guess Perry Mason is real. He was a real man. I completely thought he was un- <laughs> until right now. <laughs> Is who told you this? Was this like a dad joke? Like a no, you know, I, like I when your dad so. lies I, to you, like for fun, not <laughs> for sinister reasons, just for fun. Perry Mason. Oh yeah, real dude, real nice guy. Right, it's <laughs> just like that. Dads do that all the time. No, I don't. I don't know where I got that from. Because like the only thing I ever heard was that the show was pretty good and that people really liked it. That was all that I heard. And then I think I just went in, into it and just assumed like, oh, this guy seems so real. I, every time somebody tells you this show is really good, you replace the word good with real. <laughs> every man, I can't believe that Pandora is really out there. I could go see the way of water. You mean Top Gun Maverick story real man. is really ongoing? <laughs> <laughs> no yeah i i get it says he's a criminal defense lawyer who's the main character in works of detective fiction uh written by eerie stanley gardner uh, perry mason features in 82 novels four short stories all of which involve a client being charged with murder uh usually involving a preliminary hearing or jury trial Anyways, um, could have sworn he was real. God damn it. <laughs> Anyways, I, I, my life has been uh, <laughs> completely turned inside out. Um, See, if you would have told me, hey, I'm watching Perry Mason like two years ago when Perry Mason would have come out, you could have had this lie dispelled then. But no, because you kept quiet about it. You spent two more years secretly believing Perry Mason was real. (laughs) And it has been like two years. I'm not even kidding. God. Uh, No. So, yeah, I I watched it a a while ago as I was going through a whole bunch of shows that I had to catch up on on HBO Max. Uh, And that was one of the shows that I had heard that. Uh, people really enjoyed that I, that I would like because it is a like crime story uh, and I watched it and I was like oh this is fantastic real dude um, and yeah it they it they kind of set it up like there might be a season two it wasn't the like oh no what happens next but the like okay this case is solved like what's Neck. There was a, a little like we leave it open just a little bit, right? Um, 
and it's been a while um so season two is out on the 6th march 6th um so i'm super excited about that because i didn't even know they had started filming it or anything um when i was watching the last of us they often do like a little commercial for like here's more things we have on hbo max uh and perry mason's season two was on there and i was like oh it's happening in like a week i'm so excited But uh, finally, he lived more adventures and somebody went and filmed them. And I get to watch the docu-series, Uh, Harry Mason. Really, a reenactment is is what it is. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, I'm excited. But but like there's there's just so much. There's so many shows that I want to watch or catch up on. There was that Star Wars Bad Batch cartoon uh, oh yeah season two i think is just finishing up or just about uh if it hasn't already i haven't even watched it any of that yet that i want to catch up on um I, I i just i i feel like there's so, so much and i'm so busy march who would have thought <laughs> you're busy Mason, a lie <laughs> <laughs> You're busy sitting around watching stuff. Is, does anything involve you leaving the house? I, I I mean, yeah, we're doing stuff like this Friday. We're going bowling. Uh, <gasps> like Fun. I, yeah, we might do a, another fire pit, pit this weekend. Uh, we bought Ooh. a little little fire pit uh, thing for our backyard. Um, and we've we've really only used it once. Um and we just haven't used it since then, but it, it's starting to be a, about that time where it's like, hey, the weather's nice. Let's go outside. Let's have a yeah. fire. Let's cook some food. Have some pe- people over. Uh, yeah, this is like good that. fire pit season. You know, you're hovering around the 40s, 50s. That ain't bad. I, actually, the past couple of days has been in the like high 60s, low 70s. Um, Ooh, we almost so had... We almost had a tornado uh, on Sunday because uh, it, it was, yeah, in the like 30s or 40s, uh, like j- just a week ago. And then this like warm air started blowing in and the whole thing mixing up uh, spelled out disaster. But we're safe. Mm-hmm. Nothing happened yeah. near us. But it was just that one night that was like, oh, what do we do? Um, do you guys have a basement? no mars is oh, just no. a one story uh thing and so there's that like little part in the hallway like you you, you know the little hallway to get back here into this studio yeah. you've been here there's a part of it that's like the bedroom to our like the door to our bedroom i was about to say the, the bedroom to our bedroom um the <laughs> That's how you know bedroom. you're a real player. Right. You got an anti-bedroom that leads to your bedroom. bedroom. Um, <laughs> uh, but then there was like the door to the bathroom and then that like closet space. That's kind yeah. of like the center of the house. It's mm. a little more open than we would like. I guess we could use like the closet in our bedroom, but it's so small uh, that it would be like suffocatingly small, especially with like me mm. and my partner in there and our two cats um hey you gotta take cats in there yeah absolutely um and there there wouldn't be like space to do anything in that 
you just be like cramped up. So no you tape fun. a phone to the door. It's both huddled there watching Perry Mason. You download it. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Hey, did you know that he's a real guy? <laughs> um, yeah, I did. We, so we, we had that. Uh, I said fire pit this weekend. Uh, we, we almost were going to go to a, f- a friend's baby sh- shower at the end of the month, but that's f- falling on the like anniversary date of when I got out here to Oklahoma. Oh. So we were like, unfortunately, we were going to do other stuff that day. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's happened at the end of the month. Um, that's kind of it. I don't know. It's just cool. a lot. Wasn't expecting this much i need to tell you about another thing you need to watch out for in march i'm happy you brought up march as the concept yeah uh what a good blank check you know yeah (laughs) blank check the my beloved movie podcast i've told you about it often i made you listen to one episode when we did the pod swap every march they do a march madness bracket of the next director they're going to cover Mm. And sometimes there is a theme like last year. It was all 20th century directors. Okay. Rule was they could have one movie released in the 21st century, but the bulk of their career had to be 20th century. So that's how we got Stanley Kubrick. He won last year. And gotcha. this gotcha. year's bracket is international cinema directors Ooh. from all over the world. So there's a number of directors I know you like in here, but when I heard one of them, And they said, like, one of them was saying, this is kind of my theory on who could win the whole thing. I think people love this guy. You know, career tragically cut short. We don't get to Mm. talk about him enough. I think Satoshi Khan could take the whole thing. I'm like, well, I'd better tell Kyle. So that Kyle wants to vote every week. It's a bracket. Satoshi Khan. Come on. It's a bracket. So today is uh, Peter Jackson v. Pablo Lorraine. There you go. There you go. Representing Chile. Oh, we should do some stuff from Chile one day since Ignacio is from out there. I, I, I don't think I've ever watched anything from Chile he, specifically. He's a Chilean director, but he did the biopics uh, Jackie and Spencer, the one about Princess Diana. So we're not going to be in Chile. I'm sure. But I did like Spencer quite a bit. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'm just telling you, those are the only ones I know. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Satoshi Khan is a good one for sure that they could do some interesting things with because a lot of his films also build on one another like at least thematically um which is an an interesting thing uh to think about so cool thanks for um bringing that to my attention uh i think tomorrow you're gonna be voting on park chan wook versus Mm. uh steve mcqueen but not the guy who drives the cars some director okay (laughs) Not that Steve McQueen, the other Steve McQueen. Hashtag not my McQueen. (laughs) I was thinking the other day that uh, Paul Newman made those salad dressings. Yeah. I think he's always going to be the salad dressing guy. 
like when I my dad puts on an old movie and I'm looking at old actors who I feel uh-huh. like are iconic in their generation that I probably should know, but I haven't seen enough of them to really get a grasp on them yet. I'm like, well, mm-hmm. I know the salad dressing guy because his face is on the salad dressing. I'm like, nobody else is ever going to do that. He's going to be the one salad dressing actor. Nobody else is going to attempt to join that game. Timothy Chalamet isn't going to make a vinaigrette. <laughs> I don't know. He might. I, 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 I <laughs> I'm sure he does like on he... his own time, but he won't brand it and put it in my grocery store. <laughs> Chalamet's salad dressing. <laughs> Chalamet's own. He, he could do a, a whole like uh like chateau chalamet right and have, have maybe some, he'll like, go into wine there's yeah, so many yeah, celebrities who have like a wine, wine or a perfume or a cologne i want somebody else to go the paul newman route like no <laughs> this is angelina jolie's granola in tw- 40 years from now we'll remember her better for the granola than for any of her film roles <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? Oh, let's see. Uh, so speaking of stuff that's happening in March, Melissa, I, I started my rewatch of Yellow Jackets. Um, mm-hmm. Haven't gotten v- v- very far and I'm watching it with my partner. Uh, it's her first mm-hmm. time. Uh, oh, we, fun. We finished our, our lost rewatch. And so I was like, well, we have to do Yellow Jackets because it like I love it so much because it is basically lost. Yeah, um, it's a good follow up. Yeah. So we're we're two episodes in on our on my rewatch, her first time watching it. Uh, that pilot is a very, very strong pilot. It's good. Mm. It's a good first episode. Just it's. Yeah, it has a confidence in its storytelling, not to like. Like it has the like weird stuff happening at the start with that like girl running through the snow and then she falls in the pit and then the other girls, they are all in their costumes and stuff like that. But then even just like with when they go to the like the times when they're like back in high school versus the present day uh, stuff, it it just has like it has a slower pace. Than I kind of expect most pilots to have because the mm. pilots kind of want to get to that proof of concept that that here's the big thing. Right. And it almost feels like it holds off on that because it's yeah. not till episode two that you see the plane crash yeah. and get that scene there. So good. Good job for yellow ja- ja- jackets. I'm, I'm enjoying my rewatch. On that. I think that opening scene is so evocative that it is, buys yes. them the time to pay to to play the rest of the episode pretty slow and then have the crash itself as like a banger intro to episode two. So people know, OK, it's yes. not just the pilot. This thing could stay as strong as it was. Absolutely. Absolutely. I don't um, I I like Yellow Jackets. I am excited for season two. I will be watching every week. This show is too harrowing for me to watch again. I will watch every episode of the show, but I'm going to watch every one of them only once. Pretty gruesome. Uh, there's that there's that scene in episode one where the the high school t- t- 
tie breaks that girl's leg in the yeah. soccer match and you see it just sticking out it's just like oh oh my god that is not fun that is painful <laughs> uh see the gruesome stuff doesn't bother me uh but it's just the desolation of the entire situation it just makes it just spins around in my head at night that they were out there for 19 months it's the yeah. loneliness that haunts me, not any of the blood. The loneliness is killing me. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's been good. It's been fun. Uh, I'm actually, I, I I say we actually take a quick break for housekeeping. Oh. We can come back to our cinema corners after that and all sorts of extra things. Uh, looks like we might be coming up with some new categories for the Oscars or they already did. I don't know. Um, oh no, that's a prompt. That's not news. Okay, that's I, I should have labeled that. I was like, I just thought I of it like keep up with the Oscars just, enough to, to, to know. So who knows? They're in two weeks, so no, they haven't released okay, a new category okay. two weeks out. <laughs> uh but we will be right back. We'll be right back. I just hit my mic. Oh my god. We'll be right back. <laughs> Here at The Whatnots, we make multiple different shows, and a lot of hard work goes into making them, so we would love it if you'd check them all out. If you enjoy our shows, patreon.com slash the whatnots is the best place to show your support. For just a dollar a month, you can get early access to episodes, and at our $3 tier, a Patreon-exclusive podcast, The Pilots Club. You can even get a shout-out and thank you on most of our shows at the $5 tier. And if you're one of our patrons already, Thank you so much. It means the world to us. You can find out more information on our website, thewhatnots.com, as well as your favorite podcasting platform of choice. When you type in The Whatnots, all of our shows will pop up right there. Just don't forget to give us a nice rating and review if you like the shows. You can also find us on YouTube and Twitch for video versions of the shows, trailer reactions, and live streams. And lastly, we have merch. If you want to grab yourself a shirt or a hoodie or a mug or something else, head over to thewhatnots.com slash store to pick up some merch today. All right, we are back. Big shout out once again to all of our Patreon supporters. Thank you so much. It Thank means you. a ton. And the reason I kind of wanted to do housekeeping right there, because I was just talking about the pilot of yellow jackets. But on the Pilots Club, our Patreon-exclusive podcast, we went back and talked about the pilot of CSI, the original. Gil Grissom is on center stage there, and I thought it was a really good one. Real strong it was fun. pilot. Yeah, good, uh, good to watch that again and then get to talk about it. Uh, so if you're interested in that, that's at our $3 tier on Patreon that being said, cool things we've been up to here at the Whatnots. We have been covering the Fast and the Furious over on the review show. Uh, we just put up our second podcast of that, which covers the second trilogy. So that's movies four through six. Um, so the like soft reboot, Fast Five and Fast and Furious Six uh, are all in that one. We had a blast talking mm -hmm. about that. Uh, and at the end of March here, we will finish up our coverage on the Fast and the Furious. And then uh, we'll get to go watch the the brand new one in theaters and we'll be all caught up. Yeah. Um, so it, that was a lot of fun. That's over on the review show. 
over on the reactor core. Uh, of course, we've still been covering The Last of Us. And in a couple weeks here, we will be starting our reactions to The Mandalorian. Uh, and then I'm sure Melissa and I will be doing stuff for Yellow Jackets at the end of March and into the next month after, after mm-hmm. that. So be on the lookout for all of that good stuff. And of course, last but not least here on the Captain's Log, last week, Monster Trucks. Uh, yes. Two, two weeks ago, I got to go see Monster Jam uh, and I talked about my experience on that. Uh, and then I was asking Melissa about her cinema education. When was the last time you just watched a movie to educate yourself on a, a director or some thing in cinema or like, ah, this would probably be in a like film studies 101 class. I should go watch that. Um, I, I do do one. stuff like that. My latest yeah. education, little cinema corner update. Finished all the screams. I watched Scream huh. 5 this week. I'm ready for Scream 6, which comes out in like two weeks. There you go. Good stuff. Still highly Good recommend stuff. all the screams. You know who's in these new ones? Uh, Young Ty from Yellow yes. Jackets, previously mentioned. Yeah, I, I, I saw she was in that recently because, yeah, we watched the start of Yellow Jackets and then... Like, uh, she's also in The Leftovers, which we covered on Incredible. the show. I, That's her. Um, my partner, like, knew she had seen her in something and it was, like, eating at her in the back of her mind. Hadn't vocalized it to me yet. Uh, and then I was watching a YouTube video that kind of Honey had put out not too long ago. And uh, her picture... Pop, 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 pops up because she is the like character model and voice actor and motion capture for uh the tinkerer in uh spider-man miles morales like she plays wow. the main v- 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 villain in, in, i didn't in, in know that. that yeah uh in, wow. in the video game in the yeah to, to be fair in the video game i don't know if i made that clear the I... like spider-man miles morales v- v- video gaggy game um cool. she's in in that yeah she's phenomenal in in that too but immediately in once everything. i said that she was like that's where i saw her i recognized her <laughs> so yeah i uh, jasmine savoy good. brown i believe yeah. is her name i really gets your attention with the leftovers i still think about that performance that's incredible yeah she's phenomenal and i think when that. you were watching that you're also like margaret qualley was in death stranding yep so mm-hmm. leftovers actors across all sorts of video games. You can go find them. Also, Leia Sedu. Is that how you say her name? I, I don't know. She was in. She's uh in the more recent Bond. Yeah, that's movies. her. She's also in Death Stranding. Uh, so. Everybody's in Death Stranding. Conan yeah, O'Brien. <laughs> sure others. <is>. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, actually. I have something here. Let's see. Let me see if they let me see if this is something that I can bring up on the podcast and see what they say here. Um, Let's see. Okay, not something I can mention yet. So there's something I might mention on a future episode of the captain's log here. Something that I ran into this morning that was just like, what is happening here? Um, But anyways, mysteries brewing. Yeah. Um, 
speaking of mysteries, I have also been watching this Korean sh- show called Signal um, mm-hmm. that has been on my list for quite a while. And I have to say, very good. Good show. Good. They make some weird, interesting choices in this. They have a stylistic choice that I, when I first saw it, I was very conf- confused. And then I just kind of ch- chalked it up to, well, I guess this is maybe something Netflix did to the show when it came over from Korea, because it's not a Netflix original. Um, ah. And so I was like, I, there's something up with the aspect ratio. And then I realized, no, it's it's not the entire show. It's only when they do flashbacks. And so I looked it up and sure enough, yeah, this was just a stylistic choice that the show made that whenever they do flashbacks, the aspect ratio must have been shot in like four, three and then stretched. Oh, yeah. Because, it, it, yeah, it's just it doesn't look very good. You get used to, to it, but it's enough that it's like, this is noticeable. What happened here? And then oh, they go wild. into the present day and you're like, but that looks normal. What's happening here? Um, but yeah, that is a very, very good crime show with a fanta- with, with, with like a, a fantastical twist. Because uh, one of the main characters ends up stumbling upon a walkie talkie uh, that can communicate with itself in the past. Um, oh, cool. And it, it only happens at certain times of the day and not every day. Uh, and yeah, it's like the main detective in the present talking to a detective in the past. And wow. the show in the present day is mostly about uh, like the cold case squad uh, as they take on these cases that have been left unsolved. Um, and it just so happens that all of these cases have been cases that this one detective had been on previously. So they're like communicating with him back in the past to like, oh, we caught this guy in the future. So now that we know who it is, you can go go back and catch him back then so that he never did all this extra stuff. And these like other victims will be saved. But of course, that also leads to like unintended consequences and stuff like that. It's a really, really interesting show um, that I recommend. And it's available on Netflix. Nice. There you go. Good stuff with that. Melissa, you went to go see Quantumania a second time. I did uh, saw it with my friend Jack uh, last week, as usual, our Marvel tradition. And then a week after that, my brothers wanted to go see it. And they found that the only night they were both free to go see it together was our mom's birthday. So they're like, (laughs) can we just invite mom? Does mom want to go? Happy birthday, mom. You're invited to our plans. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) We're like, she she would like to go see a movie with all the kids. She's seeing Ant-Man. She, she she told me once she saw Paul Rudd on TV and said quietly, I like Paul Rudd. So that's <laughs> proof. That's proof enough. And it's a movie about family, right? Like Right. <laughs> there you go. So we we all go Friday night at like eight o'clock to go see mm-hmm. Quantumania. Myself for the second time. And 
we're in a, and so I normally go to the movies on like Saturday morning, like Saturday, sort of like 11, 12, one, where it's like it's still not very crowded unless it's like a massive, massive blockbuster. Like mm-hmm. I think we saw like Endgame in that time slot and it was packed, but it wasn't that busy for like Quantum Mania. So it truly is sure. huge for there to be like a sizable crowd in that time frame. So we go to see it on Friday night. It is a more crowded theater. I'm going to a nice smaller theater, kind of like the way back of the of the cinema. So mm. it really feels full. And in the row behind us is a gaggle of young boys. They have those like uh, snack trays, like the little oh, kids man. pack you get at the theater <laughs> with the little soda and the little popcorn and the little like M&Ms or whatever. Yeah. They all file in. There's, I don't know how many, like three or four of them. They file in, they've got that, and they immediately start like throwing popcorn at each other. This is during the pre-roll. They start like yelling back at all the commercials. They're not even yelling things that make sense most of the time. Like they'll just yell out, Michael Jackson, Bitcoin. (laughs) What? Okay. Uh, a commercial comes on for the new Harry Potter game on PlayStation, I think. Mm-hmm. And one of the boys shouts out as soon as the logo comes on screen. He's like, oh, PlayStation, but Xbox is better. <laughs> so it's I don't know what age they are, but they're that age where you just shout out a thing you're familiar with, but you have an opinion that you feel like you must state already. Like yeah. young enough that you're like PlayStation, I know what that is, but old enough that you have a brand loyalty to Xbox that you must declare it an entire you, you'd, theater. You'd be surprised how bad the console <laughs> wars can get, and how dumb grown Damn. ass men can look. Are no but Xbox <laughs> is better? I I swear, God, just like look at look at what Phil Spencer has done for all of that. It's <laughs> just like, oh my God, dude, like really. <laughs> <laughs> so. I don't know. They're like nine or 10 or whatever. Uh, At one point they yell out like, again, this is before the trailers. Like it's during the pre-roll. And one of them says loudly, kind of jokingly to his friends, you know, it's too mad that Ant-Man dies at the end of the movie. And then to lean over to my mom, like, mom, Ant-Man doesn't die at the end of the movie. He's okay. (laughs) Don't listen to these boys, mom. (laughs) (laughs) Also, I told my mom, any treat you want from the theater for your birthday, I'll get it for you. And she wanted an icy. And I asked her what flavor. And she said green. I'm like, there's a green one. She's like, yeah, look. And she points at it and it's a Mountain Dew. Uh-huh. So just let you know, <laughs> just the Mountain, the Mountain Dew. Dew cur- icy. <laughs> the Mountain Dew curse is continuing to follow me outside of the podcast. Absolutely. Like, my, my During my the partner- movie showed me a picture today of Mountain Dew inspired like fake nails and she was like should I I was like no absolutely not maybe I will so during the movie they are they just sort of are loud there's less specific yelling there's just sort of general loudness I'm still getting like a little piece of popcorn thrown at me one kid just keeps playing with his like reclining seat. So during one of the more dramatic scenes, you just hear as he just pushes it back and forth. Oh my God. I'm sitting next to one of their moms, I think, or 
some sort of caretaker who's like very frustrated with one of them and kept getting up and going back there. And I can hear her whispering like, you keep acting up like this. I'm going to move you. I'm going to find an empty seat. You won't get to sit with your friends. <laughs> but I was must have been her own having... child because that, that I, I don't know if you do that to like one of your child's friends I, well, at a movie. I mean, like you she should have been. Friends. I mean, she could have been a young mom or maybe like a really involved older sister. I wasn't exactly sure. She wasn't like just a babysitter that they hired unless she's a very intense babysitter. I have no idea what the situation was. Sure, with, like, yeah, yeah. These kids, that lady, if there were other parent figures uh, in the audience, I, if it was like somebody's birthday, I don't know. They're sitting behind me. I can't see any of them. I just saw those snack boxes when they walked in because it was the first time in years I've seen one of those like kid theater snack packs. I was just hit with a wave of nostalgia. Didn't look at the kids who were carrying the little snack boxes. But I was, this lady was was next to me, was clearly so embarrassed, but I'm like, I am having the time of my life because I never get to experience this. I am at the quiet, well-behaved 11.30 a.m. movies most of the time. (laughs) Now, to be fair, this is a movie I had already seen the week before. So, like, I couldn't have the experience ruined for me. It's a movie I thought was fine, but it's not like there was anything. It's like, they must be quiet for this one incredible scene I am really looking forward to seeing again. I was just like, have at it. Like, I do respect and understand that you are mortified and other people in the audience probably aren't enjoying this. But just the sheer novelty of loud, rowdy popcorn boys in the row behind me. Like, this time, tonight, tonight, I'll take it. I, it is time I have my due. I am up. I am due for <laughs> rowdy theater experience. We almost had one when we went to go see Cocaine Bear. Um, and, and surprising, well, I guess not surprisingly, because everyone has been like, oh, yeah, cocaine bear. Yeah. Uh, but it was a packed hitter. Um, oh, fun. And yeah, we 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 had p- p- people on either side of us and the two people next to me. I just like loud, really <laughs> loud uh, and, and not just like loud for loudness sake, but had like really booming voices that carried (laughs) just naturally Um, loud yeah um and then like the people in the row in front of us were also talking and apparently on the 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 people next to my partner were kind of having some like relationship something happening over there that was just like what is happening um and thankfully once the well, like they they made some comments like during previews of of like that movie looks terrible, right? Like just like some some stuff like mm. that. But once the actual movie started, silence and it was just like, oh, oh okay, good. thank you. Like this, oh yes. Um, I but, remember yeah. the little AMC film strip ribbon guy telling you silence is golden. Now they I have the, to look the, him up. I miss him. The ones we have are always the like Amazon Studios like bits and clips of their shows and movies to to be like, hey, no talking. Put that cell phone away. And it's just stuff from like the boys and from whatever other shows they do on Amazon. I don't even know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the boys. That's it. Uh, 
Fleabag, right? Is that one that they do um, on Amazon? Uh, uh, mean cartoon superhero dad. Um, Rings of Power. Invincible. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to say irredeemable if I open my mouth. So I just have to describe it. Invincible. It's it's a, the, the name is so similar. Invincible. Yeah. Is, is anybody named Vince? Is that like that guy's name? <laughs> His name is not Vince. <laughs> <laughs> i don't know i haven't seen it i haven't read it no uh i i think it because you really liked your i think you would really really love invincible um okay it is also hyper violent um see yeah, previous i i think, I, I think I, you would really <laughs> enjoy enjoy it I'm continually mortified when I have to tell people that gore doesn't bother me because I feel like it makes me look like an absolute mad woman. I feel like I'm supposed to be squeamish. I'm sorry to tell people I'm not. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I think you would absolutely love it then. Um, but but yeah, that's this thing we get to be like, please okay. silence your cell phones. Don't talk all, all well, that good stuff. Well, there were no cell phones. And to be fair, the boys talked less during the actual movie. They just continued to just sort of, they'd go like, yeah, like they sort of made like loud reactionary noises and moved the <laughs> motorized recliners a bunch and threw popcorn at me. Not at me specifically, just sort of towards me. I was just in front of them. Could have been sure, anybody. Yeah. Or like ricochet, like bounced yeah. off and hit, and hit you. Yeah. <laughs> but finally. Uh, at the end of the movie, and I'm not really going to talk about what it is, but in case people haven't seen it yet, want to remain spoiler sure. free for Ant-Man sure. and the Wasp Quantumania. There is a part at the very end where Scott thinks he has done something good, but is second guessing himself. He's like, mm -hmm. yeah, I'm happy I did this and then save the day. But did what I? if I didn't? What if I killed everybody? One of the boys shouts out, yeah. <laughs> it's like yes you did scott <laughs> Screw you, i think scott. No, I, I think the line is like have i just killed everybody and then the kid goes yes <laughs> which we have That's yet funny. to see if the prophecy of the boy will come true <laughs> oh, man. we'll check in you know in a couple mcu phases from now do do you have any kind of like embarrassing theater moments like that where like you or your friend Gugarup were those people yes. in the theater? Once uh, when I was in eighth or ninth grade and the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy movie came out, the one with uh -huh. Martin Freeman. Yeah. My friends yeah. and I had just read that book and we're sitting there in the audience like nitpicking things to each other like just being real petty like 14 year old know-it-alls who are proud that we read a book like before the movie <laughs> <laughs> right it's like in the book that spaceship is yellow it's so simple i don't know why they couldn't just make the spaceship yellow like it says in the book and then the lady in front of us like 15 minutes in turned around like are you guys going to keep doing this and it was before assigned seating so she just like got up and moved and then i did feel very bad Melissa never talked in a movie theater ever again. <laughs> <laughs> we had we had one that was like we weren't necessarily the like ones like speaking out loud or p 
pestering, but we had we, we saw I forget what it's called. It was like defiance or resistance. I don't remember what the movie <laughs> It's some like generic like PG-13 action. Who's movie. in it? Is that uh, a Gerard the, the Butler? Guy. It's not Gerard Butler. It had um, the guy that played Sabretooth. Uh, oh, um, yeah, Leave Schreiber. <laughs> yes, it has from him. the Scream movies. I think I think it also had. I don't remember. It was some like action, like period piece. I think it was like a World War Two film or something okay. like that. Um, but we are watching that. It's not great or anything. It's just kind of boring so we're sitting there waiting for it to be over and there it like in the climax of the film there is a moment where uh where he, where his character comes through in like a major way for for, for the, pl- the the plot and my friend nick who is sitting next next to me just goes yeah like out <laughs> loud like this pumps and like like me and everyone else just like look over at him like you're really enjoying this huh he's like yeah yeah i am and we were like we're so bored <laughs> like none of us <laughs> liked it except him and he liked it so much it was so funny and we never let him live that down that fist pump was just so embarrassing for him <laughs> but it was like this involuntary reaction <sighs> i i I think we live now in a time when there are more middle schooler friendly movies throughout more of the year with like a a lot of the big blockbuster franchises having there being so many of them having movies that come out so frequently, like three MCU movies a month. You know, a lot of them are like right there on the PG 13 range. I remember being in like, again, like eighth grade, my friends and I would go to the movies at the mall because the mall was new and it was cool to have a movie theater that was like that close to our houses and yeah. like just somebody's mom could drop us off. Maybe somebody else's mom could pick us up like three hours after that, you know, doesn't have yeah. to be the same mom both times. And we'd go in during spring break during the day when we were off school, which is like March. And back mm-hmm. then, like there are no blockbusters like, in March. It's not like there is now when it's like, yeah, you know, we just had a Marvel movie in a couple weeks and we have a John Wick. Like it was kind of a dry period for film, but it was our spring break. So we were just going to go anyway. And nobody really had any specific goal. They were just like movies. And they're like, Melissa, what do you want to see? And I'm like, I think that new boxing drama Cinderella man looks pretty good. I think they talked about it on Ebert and Roper. So me and like two or three friends, 14 year old girlfriends went to go see Cinderella man in the middle of the day and an audience with one old lady who did not look at or talk to us. (laughs) That's funny. Yeah, it was it was just like one one ticket to generic PG-13 action movie, please. Yeah, that's what it used to be back in that day. Uh, We've got so many more of them now. Forget. But it's not it's not just that we have more of them. Yeah, it's that these franchises, I think, speak to a wider audience and is not just like, well, it's kind of all there is. Right. There's yeah, there is just a lot more. And I think all of the streaming services we have, we now have 
prestige television. Yeah. So, I don't know. All right. I am looking up movies of 2004, uh, which would have been the year that I finished seventh grade and started eighth grade. Um, these are the movies that I remember I saw in the theaters. The Village. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> Spider-Man 2. Yep. Shrek 2. A series of unfortunate events. Mm-hmm. That might have been all of them. I might have gone to the movies four times the whole year, and now I go to the movies like four times in a month. And looking (laughs) at it, I'm like, there's other stuff I would have gone to see. Like, if I had a friend who's like, do you want to go see The Day After Tomorrow? I would have said, sure. You know, if we had a car, like if somebody's parent could have or if somebody's parental figure, I had a friend who like tried to be cool and ironic and detached and was like, can somebody's parental figure drive us to the mall tonight? The parentals, the parental units. Oh my God. Yes. One of the parentals has got to come get us from the food court. <laughs> so the, I, I just looked it up. The movie that we went to go see was called Defiance, which came out in 2008. Meaning we were like 17, 18. This was like end of high school. Like, <laughs> you could have gone to see like an, an R-rated movie. Maybe it was R-rated. I don't know. I think I'm pretty sure it was PG-13. Let me look it up. <clears throat> what was it rated? I, during this Does time, we did sneak into two R-rated movies by buying tickets to like Shark Boy and Lava Girl and then sneaking in. Uh, the two R-rated movies we saw were, I want to say the 40-year-old virgin. Does that sound right? Nice. And uh, like the Zack Snyder zombie movie. What is that one? Day of the Dead. I think it was those. My brain Something was like so that. clouded by like fear. I Like I was scared like one of the ushers would look in the theater, look at us and say, no, I don't think they're 17. I think they're 15. I'm going to bust them. That's so funny. Um, I don't see what this movie was rated, but Defiance also, the main star was Daniel Craig. In, in oh, my Defiance. gosh. Yeah. Um, Daniel Craig, Liv Schreiber, Jamie Bell. Um. Mm. Those are the only names I recognize. Directed by Edward Zwick. These are movies from 2005. The other part of eighth grade that I know I saw in the theaters. Not all these with friends. Some of these were with family. Our dad used to take us to movies a lot. I saw Robots. I saw Sky High. I saw uh, Tim Burton's Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Sky High still holds up. Sky High is wonderful. It's good. Um, I did go see uh, Revenge of the Sith. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did not see Sin City, but somebody rented it and brought it to my birthday party sleepover and we watched it. And then I woke up at like 2 a.m. and they were just watching it again. Oh, and dad did take us to see Fantastic Four. I didn't oh, okay. like it, but I re- you remember I rewatched it like a year or two ago and I'm like, now I think it's very cheesy fun. Yeah. Good stuff, good stuff. Well, we didn't get to everything on our list here this week. Um, 
Maybe we can do the new categories for the Oscars next week. And yeah, uh, think on I, it. The, 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 I have like a language thing that I wanted to talk with you about, ask, ask you about all that stuff. But let's finish it up here with uh, our cocaine bear Yankee goes to Hollywood thing. Let me uh, pull this up here. All right, let's get into it. Relax. Melissa. We both went to go see Cocaine Bear this past week. It was a lot of fun. I say yeah. go check it out. I'm sure you would agree. But if Cocaine Bear was a candle, what would it smell like? Now, here's the trick. No film or TV show has ever described to me what cocaine smells like. I constantly see people putting it up their nose, but then they never report <laughs> on what the scent of the experience was. I don't think it really has a distinct smell. But I don't know, because I also haven't done right. cocaine. So <laughs> I feel like I'm not supposed to Google it. <laughs> what does cocaine the smell FBI like? The FBI will come knocking on, on your door. The <laughs> <laughs> <a> DEA. <laughs> Um, I, I see. I think it, it would be a candle that has it has that like pine cone yes. smell that like pine wood smell <laughs> smells like a forest right um, cone specifically yeah out, outdoorsy smell right uh mm. and then expensive french perfume mixed in there yeah oh yeah blood. it smells like like the smell of blood i don't know if there are blood candles again another well. thing i don't feel like i'm supposed to google <laughs> blood scented candle <laughs> <laughs> What else uh, do, do you do? You have any other kind of like? I think this would be a hitting smell. Um, pasta. There's a, a great yeah. appearance by pasta briefly in the film that I greatly appreciated. <laughs> uh yeah, maybe just sort of like a buttery smell. It smells like the woods, okay. and like maybe sort of like a musky floral perfume, <laughs> just like a sure, little yeah. bit of butter. <laughs> <laughs> okay okay there you go that's that would be the um interestingly smelling candle that would be mm. cocaine um yeah I, I i had a blast watching that one definitely go check it out if you haven't seen it yet but i think we should end the podcast there wrap it up we can get back to some more stuff that was on our list uh next week Hmm. Cool. Melissa, where can the people find you on the Internet? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at WilkyWit. That's W-I-L-K-Y-W-I-T. And listen to my other podcast, Saturday Morning Obscurities, show where me and my brother Jams talk about weird old kid shows you feel like only you remember. There you go. Uh, you guys can find me at Yo Kyle Springer. And if you guys would like to stay up to date with all of the stuff that we do here at The Whatnots, we are, of course, at The Whatnots. Uh, so please go like, share, and subscribe. That would help us out a ton. If you're watching the YouTube version of this, go check hiccups. Go check out one of the <laughs> other videos over there. Uh, that would help us out even more. This has been number 225 of The Whatnots Captain's Log. We will see you all next time. Bye. Bye. <laughs>